Well, my friends, today, this third Sunday of Advent is known as Gaudete Sunday um, from our entrance antiphon, Gaudete in Domino Semper, Iterum Dico Gaudete. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. And that this characteristic of rejoicing is something that we need to regularly be reminded of. Even, in fact, St. Paul, um, who, yeah, he's a little loquacious, but still, for him to say, like, rejoice in the Lord always. And I'm going to say it to you again. Rejoice. We need to be reminded to be joyful, to rejoice, to rejoice in the Lord. Um, you know, we should rejoice that Almighty God has, has saved us. This is a cause for tremendous and deep joy. God saved us. He loves us. Um, he adopted us as his own sons and daughters in the sacrament of baptism. And even, um, you know, it's a, it's a very helpful and timely reminder uh, that Gaudete Sunday is the third Sunday of Advent, getting really close to Christmas. Because a lot of times getting ready for Christmas, things get really stressful. Um, university students are going through exams. People are getting ready, planning in normal years, planning parties. This year may be stressed out about how to maintain some semblance of Christmas tradition while observing all the COVID guidelines and all of that. And then it's just, it's very important um, and to regularly just pause and be like, yeah, but it's Christmas. Like, rejoice. It's Christmas Day is going to be here in, in what? Um, 13 days, 12 days. Maybe that's more of a cause for stress and it's only 12 days away, right? Even as a priest, it's like Christmas is actually the busiest time of the year. Easter, no problem, right? Because the Easter liturgies are very, um, you know, it's one per day and it's mandated for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, but Christmas, it's like, have a lot of Christmas Eve Masses in most parishes, then a lot of Christmas Day Masses, and this year, Christmas on a Friday, so Saturday you go right into the Vigil Masses, and then the Sunday Masses, and so it's like a four-day non-stop thing, but it's helpful to just be like, yeah, but it's Christmas! We should rejoice! We should be joyful that God is born for us, that he loves us, uh, that he became a little child for our salvation. We need to be told to rejoice, to be joyful. We need joy. We need the joy of our Lord. Uh, we need it in our lives. And that this joy um, is not just a superficial giggliness, but it should be in the Christian a deep and abiding joy. A gaudium cum pace. Uh, that is joy with peace. That the re it's a real joy that flows from peace. Uh, a peace first and foremost between us and Almighty God, that I'm at peace with God, I've been redeemed from my sins, and that I've been adopted as a son or daughter of the Father, but then also um, a deep peace with myself, um, that as a result of this divine filiation, I'm at peace with myself, I am loved by God. And then no matter how much we can become stressed out or worried about things in the world, like, God loves me and adopted me, and I'm at peace even with myself. And that this peace as well is even in the midst of tribulation or difficulty, that we can still maintain peace and we can still maintain real joy, joy with peace. And that our, the situation that our, our world is going through and all the, the difficulties and the pain and the uncertainty and the loss uh, that so many people have experienced, um, that even in the midst of that tribulation, we can still have a deep Christian joy. Um, even if it's not, it is not opposed to um, the cross or to suffering. 
Because our joy doesn't come from worldly success. Our joy is rooted in the fact that God loves us. And even in a pandemic, even in sickness, even in the midst of confronting the death of loved ones, God still loves us and loves them. And that is the only cause for true peace and joy. It's the only reason that we can still rejoice in the Lord, the love that Almighty God has. It's totally unchanging. And it has to be foundational in so much that we do. Having deep peace with joy. We need to rejoice. We need to rejoice in the Lord always. And we often need to be told again, say it again, rejoice, Paul tells us. Okay. Um, And that ultimately, this joy is evangelical. That our joy is a, it spreads the gospel. And it's not even like something we try to do, right? We shouldn't be putting on fake smiles for people to think that we're, we're so, you know, let me put on that fake smile and sell something to you. No. But the deep peace and joy that we should have in the Lord is evangelical. It spreads the gospel because people see that we are deep down joyful. We're happy and we're at peace. And that we can maintain that peace even in the midst of struggle, difficulty, uncertainty, pain, loss, illness, all of it. That we can maintain our peace and we can maintain in a supernatural way our joy in the Lord. Because our joy is supernatural. Like I said, it's not just a natural kind of giggly type thing. It's a supernatural, deep abiding joy that I have knowing the love that God has for me. That joy is evangelical. That joy um, is something that people see and they want. They envy it because of the deep um, and abiding uh, peace and joy that they sense. You know, um, nobody wants to join a group of curmudgeons, right? And unfortunately, um, a lot of our, our churches or church people, right, in quotes, can sometimes be curmudgeons. A lot of priests can be curmudgeons. I can be a curmudgeon a good deal of the time, right? Okay, but when we catch ourselves being curmudgeons, then we have to stop and say, no, like, I should be joyful and have peace. If I claim to stand in the person of Jesus Christ and I'm not exhibiting joy and peace in my own life, then I'm giving poor witness to the person of our Lord. And that's for each and every one of us. Baptize in Christ, alter Christus, ipse Christus. Other Christ, Christ himself. If we're not living a deep peace and joy, but instead we're, we're grumpy or we're petty, um, we're walking around with frowns on our faces uh, all the time and everything's terrible and miserable, um, then we are given poor witness to the Lord in whose place we stand in the midst of the world. We need to be joyful. Let me tell you, I was so impressed. Our focus missionaries um, were practicing at the beginning of the year. And you kind of can get it. Like, we're learning how to get it as a society, unfortunately. Um, but that they were learning how, when being on campus, um, how to smile with their eyes, right? Because they're like, how do we evangelize? How do we show joy when our face is covered? Uh, people can't see our smile. They can't see the normal you know, way of expressing joy. So they were all practicing. It was so ridiculous, but kind of funny and beautiful for its evangelical desire. How to smile with our eyes? How do, we, how do we show people that we can be joyful even when a good portion of our face may be covered? Um, how do we do that? Okay, they get it. They get that that joy is contagious. It's evangelical. We need that. And as Christmas is approaching, it's a very good reminder. Um, we need that joy. We need it in our own lives. Um, and then just as a, as a final point for that evangelical joy and that peace, 
That's something that's it's very important to remember on this Gaudete Sunday, just, you know, 12 days, or what did I say, 12 days from Christmas? Yeah, 12 days from Christmas. Um, that when Christmas comes, and I know I said this in my letter I wrote to the whole parish, but when Christmas Day comes, and there's probably maybe many more people at Mass, and they haven't been here, they're visiting, or it's their first time venturing out since everything started and shut down, and they're not used to the seating or the traffic pattern. Do we approach that with, with a joy and a peace and a loving and smiling welcome? Or are we going to be curmudgeons? And you're in my seat. And you don't, don't you know it's one way or anything like that. It'll do no good. No one will want to come back to church after Christmas if when they're here at Christmas, we don't exhibit a joyful and loving welcome. Uh, if we don't have that as a community. So this is the time to get ready for that day. So that at Christmas, everyone who comes here may experience the peace and the joy of our community, united around our Lord, rejoicing in the Lord always, and finding in the Lord the deep and fulfilling joy and peace that endures through this life and endures even into eternal life.